You're listening to Heart Food Podcast, episode 47. Welcome to Heart Food Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, nutritional therapy practitioner and private chef. This is a show that tells you the truth about food, nutrition, movement, mental health, mindfulness, and body image, all with a hefty dose of real talk. This show will inspire you, change your mindset, and help you feel more confident and comfortable in your own skin inside and out. To find the show notes for each episode and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, visit ashleypardo.com. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ashley K. Pardo. Find me on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ashley Pardo. If you have a question to be answered on this podcast, please email it to heartfoodpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Heart Food Podcast. This episode is going to be a follow-up to last week's episode all about movement and training. And last week's episode was really like facts and like what has really helped me over the years, what type of exercise you should do, why you should uh, try to do strength training and why you should kind of really vary your workouts. So that was like really factual stuff. This one is going to be a little bit more Q&A style. I have four, three or four really good questions that I could probably talk forever on, uh, but I'm going to keep the answers relatively short. And then I'm going to talk about the lessons that I've learned throughout my fitness journey, throughout my movement and training journey. And I want to reiterate, and I want to make sure that you guys know that I am not somebody who has it all figured out. This stuff is so uh, hard and it is very difficult to implement it for a lifetime. And I don't want to make it seem again, like I figured it out or I've arrived. This is something that I need to put effort into every day. And I feel like that's a misconception out there that a lot of people make it seem as if like, it's so easy and they just do it every day and it's seamless. And for me, I want to be real with you guys and just let you know that that is really not my experience. Some days it is awesome and I feel like going that today was a day for me that I did that. I had an awesome group workout at uh, my gym and it was really good energy and I felt awesome and ready. I got a really good sleep last night, but not every day is like that. And I want to make a case in this episode as to why it's important to show up on the days that we don't want to. So many people ask like, you know, how do you do it every day? How do, when am I going to feel motivated? And I think we need to make peace with the fact that like, we might not feel motivated all the time, but what am I going to do in spite of that? How am I going to build character and do what I need to do anyways? And towards the end of the episode, I'm going to be talking about the similarities between my own fitness journey and my business journey and my relationship journey and like how they all overlap and really have to do with each other because we all know that the way that you do one thing is kind of how you do everything. And I want to make sure again that you know that and that you can kind of use this and your relationship with food as something that can be like a gauge for your life of like, how am I feeling in the moment? Am I showing up for myself? Am I putting effort towards myself? Because 
this isn't something that just like comes one day. It's something that you need to show up every day for. And I think that that is what it's all about. It doesn't even like the numbers and all of that just doesn't even matter to me. It's just like, how can I show up for myself today? And how did I try my best? Uh, something that I also wanted to talk about too, before we get into the questions and the lessons is just something that I've been thinking about lately. And it kind of has to do with what I just sort of mentioned, but it has to do with the fact that like, we might know a lot of these things. And like, once we go on our journeys, like we are soaking up information from people and we're getting inspired and we're learning. And then we just like expect to be gung ho all the time. And this is like with spirituality for me, this is with movement, this is with eating. Uh, Sometimes we just forget how awesome we feel and we forget how, we forget the impact that these things have in our lives and it's easy for us to just let them go. And that's something that's kind of happened to me recently. I've had a lot of stuff going on, a lot of really amazing things that I can't wait to talk about a little bit more, but I've had a lot of awesome things happening for me and I've had to kind of like, you know, I've just been busier and a little bit overwhelmed to be honest with you. And when that happens, I go straight into work mode and I let things kind of, you know, I let like my spiritual rituals fall away. I let, um, not my movement per se, but like I might get a little bit more lazy with the way that I'm cooking, maybe having like you know, a dinner of like fruits and nut butters, which you guys know that that's like my tendency to do sometimes when I don't feel like maybe cooking a protein and vegetables, I'll just have like a banana with a ton of uh, almond butter or an apple with a ton of almond butter. I've been kind of doing my apples lately because they're really good right now. But I'm not, even though that's a quote unquote healthy food, I'm not really like doing what I know I need to do and eating, you know, the things that make me feel awesome, which is like protein and vegetables and carbs and like really healthy fats. So like I fall in and out of this sometimes. And this is coming from someone who's been, you know, working, uh, been actively curious about these things for years, like probably six or seven years now. And even with my spiritual practices, like which if I don't keep up with, I feel really off center and I never really feel like doing them. I don't want to journal. I don't want to pull my tarot card. I don't want to sit and meditate. I don't want to do all of these things. It's like, I don't have time for that. And that's kind of like how I've fallen into myself in the past month as I've had all of these different things going on. But yesterday I really like made it a point to do, to start it again, to really listen to like spiritual audiobooks and then journal and just really feel connected to myself. And I did that this morning for about an hour before I went and did my workout And just kind of like cleaned up around the house and like just did things that I know make me feel good versus like forcing myself to do things in the name of like relaxation, like zoning out and surfing the internet or watching TV, like which are fine, but like those things don't make me feel awesome. Whereas like putting a little bit of effort into my spiritual practice does. So all of that to say that no matter where we are, no matter where we're going, no matter how close we are to our goals or whatever, the journey isn't linear. We remember and then we forget and we forget and then we remember. And when you forget, you can always come back. This is even with your eating and stuff. Like we know how much better we feel when we eat better and when we move and when we do all of those things and when we sleep and we prioritize. And it's hard to put those things into place. It does take effort but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't do them. It doesn't mean that they're not important. It doesn't mean that they still don't have an impact. 
And I think so many times, I also want to say that it's raining outside right now. It's like really cozy. So if you hear rain in the background, that's kind of what's going on right now. Um, but I just wanted to say that and let you know that like many times we allow ourselves to just get deeper and deeper into a hole of kind of feeling like shit and we're there and we're like, well, it's not worth doing all of these things. So I might as well just let myself go deeper and deeper and deeper. And that happens to me, but I catch myself and I'm like, nope, I'm not going to allow. And this is only because I have dug myself like to the core of the earth, (laughs) like literally like that far deep. And I know how shitty it makes me feel. And if you relate to that, just know that you feeling better is just the next move away, the next action step away, but know that it does take action. And by remembering after you forget, it's just like one action step away to just keep going positively into things that make us feel good, into things that allow us to operate from our highest self. It's so important. So, and especially around this year when like, you know, school's starting again and it has kind of like an energy of beginning. I just want to reiterate that. And I want you to remember that if you're wanting to make a change, if you're wanting to, um, start something new in your life, those things are hard and there's going to be like pain, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't do them. You are strong enough. You can begin again. Um, and I'm giving myself that pep talk too. So if that resonates with you, um, yeah, just keep taking action. Don't be mad at yourself for forgetting. It happens to all of us. It just matters how we kind of show up again for ourselves. So that's kind of my spiel with that. Um, but let's get into the first few questions. So one of the questions that I got, I got a bunch of questions around this question, which is like people who are addicted to cardio and kind of like that instant gratification feeling of like feeling sweaty and whatever. It's like really comfortable to be in that place, especially as you transition to strength training, it's hard to know where to start. If you don't know where to start, like don't begin Googling, uh, maybe, you know, go back into, uh, the accounts of the ladies that I talked about in the first episode or, um, you know, get Mark Ripto's book, get some smart strength training advice. Uh, those resources are in the show notes of episode number 46, which I will put in the show notes of this episode. But, um, how do you transition from being a cardio addict getting that sweaty instant gratification to then do strength training. And I kind of talked about this in the first episode, and it's really a mindset shift of what do I want for the long term and what is going to benefit me in the long term. And cardio might feel awesome in the moment. Of course, it's good for your heart. It's better than not doing any exercise for sure. But I challenge you to get out of your comfort zone and to know that like, if you do strength training, that it gives you a better bang for your buck later. It's going to raise your metabolism. You are going to have more muscle on your body, which is going to give you that kind of signature physique, that curvy, you know, body that just feels amazing. You will grow mentally. Uh, Not to say that that doesn't happen from cardio, but it's kind of like putting in work now to feel better later and to get that, you know, better metabolic, um, you know, 
sort of uh, adaptation that happens in your body when you add more muscle on. So it's just really having a mindset shift and knowing that like this will pay off for me later in the long term versus seeing cardio as like kind of a short term fix. And I think that you know, having discipline really helps here too. It's like, you don't have to give it up. Maybe just start with two days a week and maybe you should start with body weight. Like maybe you just do like five sets of 10 each of like, you know, body weight squats, push-ups, um, and perhaps, uh, you know, some pull-ups or something like that. Or maybe like if you hang on a pull-up bar, um, or maybe like Superman's, on the floor, you know, so you're kind of, uh, laying on the floor on your belly, raising up your legs and your arms at the same time. Uh, and then maybe doing a glute bridge. You guys can Google those things, maybe those exercises. And then you just do that, you know, 10 each of those exercises for five rounds. And that's great. And you just start there and then you just build because when we talk about resistance training, what we really do need is progressive overload in order for our muscles to grow in order for us to get stronger So when people talk about lifting heavy weights and the reason why we need to lift heavy is because the body needs to adapt and the body needs the signal to adapt. And that happens by adding heavier weight. You know, you are, you get accustomed to lifting a certain thing, for example, your body weight, and then it gets easy for you. So you have to add more load and then you get stronger. And as you get stronger, you build more muscle. And that's why people say that. So again, we need that signal to build muscle. Everything that we do to the body is giving a signal and we need the appropriate hormones. We need the appropriate environment. We need the right signal from the nervous system in order for that to happen in order for the body to adapt. So when you do cardio, it's sending a certain signal, especially if you're doing too much cardio, that's sending a signal that like your body has to store fat. There's a lot of cortisol involved there, which is the stress hormone. Uh, and when you're adding more progressive load to your strength moves, you will build muscle, you will get stronger. So again, you don't have to give it up completely, but perhaps discipline yourself to have it two days a week and you know to do that for a month and commit to that and see how you feel after that. I'm positive if you have the correct nutrition, which is really focusing on the correct balance of protein, carbs, and fats in your body, really focusing on whole foods, uh, one ingredient foods, things like, you know, chicken or eggs or steak or, uh, beans. If you eat them, things like sweet potato and potato or butternut squash or plantains are awesome for recovery. Uh, they're amazing carbohydrate sources and then having your non-starchy vegetables. So you want to think of like non-starchy vegetables being half of your plate, then having like a palm sized amount of protein, um, a cupped hand of starchy carbohydrates. And then we have, um, a thumb sized portion of fat. And that's kind of how you want to structure your plate. Obviously we're going to have a little bit more carbs before and after our workouts. And, um, I'm going to be making a freebie for you guys about workout, workout nutrition. So be on the lookout for that in the next few weeks. But, um, that's just something to keep in mind as you transition towards those things. The next question that I got was when to rest and how do you decipher between like me thinking I need a rest day versus me actually needing a rest day. Uh, I think a good way to combat that and to kind of think about that again is like, you know, I, I do believe that we should be moving every single day, even if it's just a walk. Um, and I also think that we can, um, you know, 
kind of change our load in what we do. So if we commit to moving every day, and even if it's just, again, a leisure walk, then, and you had a different workout planned, then can you do that workout for like 10 minutes or five minutes and then see how you feel? So that's the biggest indicator too, is like, if you're feeling like you're really going to die and it's just like really uncomfortable, then don't do it that day. And like, look at the other factors in your life too. Like, are you sleeping properly? Do you have a lot going on at work? Do you have other things happening in your life that perhaps are giving you more stress Then maybe if your life is kind of like, if you're kind of cruising right now and feeling good, uh, then maybe push it a little bit more. So I would look at your lifestyle factors and see where the balance is, because if I'm going through a lot of stress then I'm not going to be putting a lot of stress in my workouts, I might still do strength training, but I'm not going to do it in that like really high intensity fashion. We should really only be doing those like two or three days a week depending on your goals, but we do want to push ourselves a little bit and we do want to show up for ourselves. So my rule of thumb would be like, try it for 10 minutes, commit to it for 10 minutes. And then, and if at the end of those 10 minutes, you're still feeling like shit, then I would rest and just take a walk. Uh, I also have a rule for myself that if I don't get more than six hours of sleep and I'm really feeling like crap when I wake up, you know how that feels. Like you're feeling really hungover. You're just not feeling good. Then I am not going to work out that day and I'll just take a walk and that is okay. And I think another thing too is like, if you're really scared of taking rest days, then your nutrition is probably not on point because we can kind of like tweak our nutrition to meet our rest days, you know, perhaps having like just a little bit less calories and a little less carbohydrates on the day that days that we don't work out. Um, but also to not beat yourself up for having a rest day. That's what I would do. Like if I would have a rest day, I would feel super guilty and like try to starve myself and try to do double the next day. And that's a mindset shift. Like in the grand scheme of things, one rest day, two, three rest days per week are not going to kill you. So keeping all of those things in mind are really, really important. The next question was, how many days do I need to move? Now, I really think that we should be moving every day. Like I said, at least a walk, you know, getting your 10,000, five to 10,000 steps per day, not being sedentary, really, really trying hard to keep active and keep moving is really important. Um, and really stay moving throughout the day. So like many of us might do a really, really intense workout, but then be super sedentary for the rest of the day. And like, that's kind of defeating the purpose of working out because, we're still sedentary. And did I say sedentary, but sedentary? Um, so we want to think like, how can I be active for most of my day? And that is moving. So like, I really love just focusing on not sitting. So just even doing stuff around my house, getting a walk out outside, going with my dog somewhere, even like walking around a mall or something. Like if you need to go do an errand, like Derek makes fun of me because he's like, you're a mall walker, <laughs> like from the show, uh, Better Call Saul. Um, but I use those opportunities to just get a couple steps in. So I think that we should be doing that, uh, you know, every single day. And I also think we should be strength training at least three days per week, two to three days per week at minimum. Um, I think that's a great place to start. I do it like five to six days a week, plus my walks. 
Um, but again, I have really worked up to that over the years. Uh, if you know about human design, I'm a manifesting generator. So I need an exercise that's really going to um, kind of tire me out and use up my energy. I will talk more about human design later. I'm pretty much obsessed with it right now. And I am going to be offering readings soon. So stay tuned for that. But that has been the greatest sort of personality test and the one that's had the biggest impact on me. I'm the type that again, really needs to expend my energy in order to sleep better. I have like that rumbling energy in the morning that I need to get out. So five to six days a week and doing my walks are just what my body needs. And I've accepted that. And it's not like from a punishing perspective, it's just like, this is what I need to do to feel good. And that is okay. Um, and I can kind of tell, uh, being in tune with my body for so long when I'm overdoing it again, I always look at my sleep. I look at like, you know, my sleep and my movement and my overall stress as like my base. And if I'm not getting those things and I'm not even worrying about strength training. Um, so I kind of keep my self-care and my lifestyle at, you know, the foundation and then, then add strength training throughout the rest of the week to make myself feel good. But I think two to three days of strength training per week is good. Plus general movement throughout the day. And then if you want, throw in maybe one to two days of high-intensity stuff. But again, totally optional. It depends on what your goals are. Now, let's get into the lessons that I learned. And these, again, have to do with like business. They have to do with fitness. They have to do with relationships. Anything that you are going to go on a journey on. Because if we think of building a business or a body or trying to change your lifestyle or getting on a new way of eating... Everyone wants it to happen like yesterday. We want our business to triple in the first year. We want to get, you know, an amazing physique. Um, we want to lose like 40 pounds in a month. And this is just like such a warped mindset. Like people want to buy Instagram followers. They want to, uh, again, have their business grow in a month. And like, do you know how unsustainable that would be if we did those things? And again, it relates and translates to all of the different facets that we want our life to, lives to grow in. And I think back to my old relationships that were like all really, really fast in the beginning and like so much chemistry and oh my God, and none of them lasted. They all fizzled. And the one that I'm in now is incredible and the absolute best for me and us. Our relationship is so strong and I'm actually so proud of all of the work that we've put in and where we are and how we are with each other and how much we trust each other. But it really took a long, long, long time to get there. And we went through a lot of stuff together and a lot of like talking and realizing what the other person needs and our triggers and things like that. So that's the biggest lesson that I've learned is like trading in instant gratification for the long haul. And that is a lesson that you will learn in all of these different facets, because the most important thing is building a solid foundation, taking the time that you need to go slow to build something sustainable for yourself, to build that way of eating, to find out what works, to find out what works for your movement, to find out what works for your business. Spend years building that foundation, guys. Spend, I have, I'm six years into my business at this point, and it is only now looking the way that I want it to. And I knew always that um, I would get to where I wanted to be. And I knew that like even three years ago, that was part of my path, but I knew it wasn't I wasn't where I wanted to go yet. And now I'm stepping into that, but it's only because I've spent that time really going slow and being curious and building a solid foundation. 
And that has really allowed me to get to where I am today. And to be patient, patient, patience is such an overlooked virtue nowadays. People just want things now. And that is me too. But I'm kind of, I kind of like reel myself in and I'm like, okay, think about sustainability. Think about like, what do you want for the long haul? Do you want your business to be here in 20 years? The answer is yes. Do I want my body to be here? Obviously I want to be healthy and I want to stay eating in a way that works for me and that allows me to feel good and that allows me to fuel my life. But that took years too. So like, I think we need to calm down a little bit. I think we need to do the daily actions and the daily habits that allow us to grow later. And then, you know, look back in a year and be like, whoa, like it's sustainable. I feel good. I don't have to go hard every day. I can try my best, but it doesn't have to be, think of the energy. Think of the energy of you being okay with maybe taking a little bit longer. It's very calm. It's very like, flowy, you're in alignment, then think of rushed energy that like, got to do it now, got to like diet, got to restrict myself, got to go do two hours of cardio, like sucks to think that way. Just feel the energy. Even in my voice, it's totally different. Wouldn't you rather build the things in your life around that versus around the calm energy versus that forceful energy? It's all going to crumble your body, the way you're going to eat your business, your relationships, all going to crumble if you go too fast. Uh, that's been my experience and sort of like everyone that I've talked to, that's where I want to be has had the same. So I just want you to keep that in mind as well. I think also rituals and routines are so important. And again, we can always come back to them when we have fallen off or when we have gotten out of sync or when we have forgotten. So what are the rituals and the routines that you need to implement in order to get to where you want to be? And we can do that through fitness and through eating and through our relationships as well. Also just showing up for yourself. So many times I don't want to show up. I don't want to show up in my relationship when things are hard and Derek's like, tell me what's going on. Sometimes, you know, I turn into a baby sometimes where I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this right now. Like I'd rather just not do it, but I know I need to, and I know I need to show up and I know I need to show up for myself in the way that I move and in the way and in my business, because if not, I'm not going to grow. These last ones are kind of like being scared to do the thing and doing it anyway. You guys, I'm scared all the time. I am terrified to do things sometimes, especially now I'm about to go into another launch and I'm so scared, but I do it anyway with my fear and my anxiety in the back seat. Uh, they can be there. They can say whatever they want to say, you know, telling me, you know, don't go do that workout, you know, just don't, you know, do the, any of the things that you know are good for you. They're back there. I have a stronger voice that's been developed over many years that just feels way better. And that's where I am today. We also, through these things, step into a version of our step into a better version of ourselves as we grow. And having measurable and specific goals in our businesses and in our fitness and our relationships have been everything. So keep a journal, keep something that you can track what you're doing and then see how far you've come. And all of these things, really, implement, really uh, implementing them really will lead you to be a better version of yourself. But I want you to know that if you're feeling like, God, it's so hard. God, I don't feel like doing this some, some days or most days. I feel like that too sometimes. And we might never get to a place where we feel like doing it, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it anyway. So I'd love to hear from you guys. If you have enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us. We are getting so many and I'm so grateful for you all. 
for being here, for listening, for uh, giving me your feedback. I always love to hear from you. So don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram or on Facebook, or again, to leave a rating and review on iTunes, which you actually have to do in your podcast app. And the way that you do it is you search. So even if you're subscribed to Heart Food Podcast, you have to search for it. And after you search for it, um, you after you search for it, it'll pop up and then you click it and then you can leave a rating and review. But I love you guys. Thanks for being here. And stay tuned because we've got a lot of really good interviews coming up. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Heart Food Podcast. To find the show notes for this episode, visit ashleypardo.com. Follow Ashley on social media at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your family and friends and give us some love by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes.